All right. I don't normally do this, uh, meaning an intro before a mini podcast, but I wanted to share with you why I did this podcast. So right before quarantine started, my dog Jake passed away. Jake was such a cool dude. (laughs) He lived on the streets for years and uh, we adopted him from a rescue. And Jake brought a lot of joy and laughter to our house. And before he left, he wanted to teach me one final lesson about what it's like to help someone cross over. So I want to thank Jake for that lesson. And this is the story of how we got Jake and how he crossed over. Welcome to the Affiliate Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Stark. In this podcast, I'll be sharing messages of hope, healing, and transformation. I'll teach you how to shift your mindset, conquer your fears, and become the best version of you. You'll get to witness healings as well as hear from my mentors, teachers, and about the extraordinary journey I've been on for the last 14 years. My connection with energy is so strong, and I can't wait to share it with you. Let's get started. I want to dedicate this podcast to my little dog, Jake, who passed away yesterday. Jake came into our lives uh, about seven years ago, and it was because we had this other rescue her name is Maggie. She really got separation anxiety when we would leave and would absolutely go bonkers and scratch at the walls and jump over gates and cry. And so it was horrible when we kept thinking that it would get easier and get better and she would learn that we would come home, but she didn't. So one day I woke up and I said, Maggie, we're going to get you a brother or sister. And I was kind of surprised when I said that because it was just a Saturday and we were taking her to do um, a uh, jumping course. So, and she, she was actually really good at it and it was kind of fun to watch her. But anyway, so we, we did the course and then we're driving back and then all of a sudden I was like, we need to go to the rescue right now. There's a dog there that, that needs us and I can feel it and I'm getting like, it was like my spidey sense was going. And so I quickly got on my phone and I looked online to see what dogs were there or available and I kind of wanted to get another small dog. And anyway, so the, the dog that wound up being there, <laughs> I turned and I showed it to my partner and it was this like scraggly little dog that had like the puffiest hair. And I was like, this is the one they have. Anyway, so we showed up and sure enough, he had gotten a haircut and a bath and looked much better and was super, super cute. Oh, by the way, we also got this dog because Maggie was like my dog and she loved to meditate and she was kind of like really attached to me and I felt bad that my partner didn't have a dog that was attached to her. So lo and behold, this little guy comes out, looks very similar to Maggie, our other dog he winds up doing this handstand and peeing. And I was like, this dog is ours. Like he is so funny. He's so quirky. He's so little and so cute. So we adopted him, but he had heartworm. It was just the beginning stages of heartworm. So we gave him the medicine and they told us to just like give him a lot of love and affection and attention. And then he would get tested. I don't know, like let's say in a week or two. And so that's what we did. And sure enough, he um, didn't have heartworm anymore. So we took care of him. We got him like 
you know, he was living on the streets for five years. So he was almost blind in one eye and his teeth were going. And so he wasn't in a lot in great shape, but man, did we love him? Did he love us? So the reason why I'm telling you this is because, you know, he came to me in such a divine way and wound up being totally obsessed with my partner, Fen. They just bonded so nicely. And I'll tell you a funny story. When we, when we were pregnant and I was about to give birth in a month or two, we wanted to make sure that the dogs were okay with the baby that was coming along and that some of the attention would go to the baby and that it was okay. So we spoke with this pet psychic and she, she was like, well, there's two women here, like two moms to the, these dogs. So like, I need to figure out how they refer to you. So we we're like, okay. And so she goes to Jake, how do you refer to these two women who were us? And he said, that one's big mama. <laughs> And that was me. And it was really funny because that was what Fen called me because I was pregnant, which, you know, most women would take offense to it, but it was just funny. And it was funny that Jake actually called me Big Mama. And I couldn't believe that the psychic actually had the cojones to say Big Mama (laughs) to me as I was pregnant, you know, like eight months pregnant. Anyway, she also told me about how when we tried and it didn't work, Jake was really upset and didn't know why that I was upset, you know, back a couple months, I guess it would probably been like 10 months earlier. So he was just very in tune with us and he was super sweet and he told her that he loved red toys and that was exactly the only kind of toy that he would ever play with had to be red. So that was super cute. And then years go by and his eyesight started getting worse and he completely went blind about a a year ago and his hips would go out and he was getting really old. So we, we figured he was probably around 13 to 15 years old. And so on uh, Monday, so yesterday, we realized that he was going into uh, some sort of heart failure. He couldn't breathe and he had had a cough that we were treating for a while and it sounded different and we started to panic. And he did um, lose his bowels over that night. And so we just knew that wasn't like him. He never, he was such a good boy. He never would go to the bathroom inside the house ever. So we took him to the emergency and it turned out he was having severe heart failure. And I had just had a podcast where I had spoke to somebody who really enjoyed helping people cross over. And I said, oh, I I don't normally do that. I actually haven't ever done that. And then I said, "Uh uh-oh, whenever I say that, Spirit's always like, okay, so you haven't done it, so we'll initiate you. (laughs) It's always like within a week. It's ridiculous. And it really probably was a week. I could probably look at my calendar and see when I interviewed. It was actually, yeah, it was less than a week. So uh, as I said to her, you know, I've never helped somebody cross over. She said, well, it's so beautiful and you help their spirit and all that. And I was like, okay, you know, we'll see what happens. Anyway, so we're at the emergency room and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, like, am I supposed to help him cross over? And so I thought about it and I'm like, I'm just too upset. Like, I can't make this decision right now. You know, like I can't even see clearly. I'm just freaking out that we're going to lose him. I've never lost a pet before. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm just not going to do it. I'm just going to go with the flow and just try to be a normal human being, Amy Stark, you know, losing her, her dog. So I'm sitting there and over the loudspeaker, they say, Jake, call Amy, line 102. <laughs> and I was like, that's weird. They just said Jake. And she goes, they said, Jake, call Amy, as my partner said. And I was like, oh, they said Amy? I didn't even hear it. And then they come on again. They say, Jake, call Amy. And my partner looked at me and she's like, sit down and meditate. 
<laughs> so um, I, I looked at her, I'm like, okay, okay, okay. So I sat down and I tuned in and then I realized that I really was supposed to be helping him cross over and that I was just chickening out. And so they brought him in and it really was one of the most beautiful things that I've ever seen. Um, seems to be happening quite a lot lately. He was getting ready to cross over and, and they were about to give him the medicine and his body um, knew that he was uh, about to get it and he decided to leave before it. And this big, large tube of light, you know, encompassed his body. It was about the, the width of his body. It was like gold and white and it was very, very strong. And um, I felt like I could touch it. It was so strong. And then I, I got the sense that God was at the top of the tunnel and his hand was reached out. I couldn't see really his face or anything. It was just like the hand of God kind of reaching down. I said, Jakey, go to the light, go to the light, Jakey. And all of a sudden I saw his um, body just like float up the tube. And before I knew it, before they even put the medicine in him, he was on the other side communicating with me and he was... Um, running around with his ears flopping and his tongue hanging out. And he was showing me that he could run now and he was much happier. And, um, and here I am then also looking down at his body and I'm like, Oh my God, like that's not the Jake that is right now. And I'm just so grateful that he's on the other side now. So he didn't feel anything as far as I know. And it was just, it was really beautiful to be there to be able to help him and see that through and, get to hold him. And, and so obviously afterwards we were very upset and we've cried. So I've cried more, more than I've ever cried probably in my life. And, um, I came home and we, we talked and we remembered him and, and then it came time for me to talk to my son who we had told him before he was going to come home from school, like that Jake may not be there when he got home and to say goodbye, just in case. So my son did, but, you know, he was really upset and he kept saying, well, maybe the vet will be able to fix him. And, and I was like, maybe we, we don't know. So when Jake or sorry, when Aiden was going to come home, I knew I had to really be like in a good frame of mind. So I didn't say the wrong thing or make him upset or not be there for him or have him feel like he needs to hold my hand, you know, or my heart. So I did some tapping and it really, really helped. I didn't even need to say anything, to be honest. I just tapped on all the points and just kept going. And I did a couple of rounds. It was not even long, maybe 10, 15 minutes. And I felt like, oh, okay, so I can have this really tough conversation with my son. I can be there for him without losing it. I mean, of course, I, I cried when, he, when my son was upset and I said, it's okay to feel that way. But I feel like the way that I was able to frame it, I was much better than if I had not tapped. And then when I was putting my son to bed, it took us an exceptionally long amount of time for him to go to sleep. And I said, do you want me to tap? Because it really made me feel better after I tapped. And so he let me tap on him. And that was when he was able to fall asleep. So I would recommend anybody who's going through any sort of grief, but especially, you know, those that are that have lost a pet or something else similar to tap. It really, it really helped to move the emotions and the energy out so that I could think more clearly and my heart didn't hurt so much. Oh, I, I have to tell you this. So because I'm super sensitive, I cleared my energy and I cleared the, I went through the house with Sage, but I didn't clear the uh, bed where he started having the heart attack. And it actually is my, our bed. We started putting him on our bed because when he lost his eyesight, he used to panic in the, in the middle of the night. So as soon as the lights were turned off, I felt like I couldn't breathe because I couldn't see. And I felt like I was having that heart attack energy. 
And thankfully I'm, I'm aware of it. I'm like, Oh my gosh, what the heck is going on? Like, this is not how I normally feel. And so I started tapping and, and then I was able to move that energy out and clear it out of the room. So I didn't have to feel it, but it's interesting how being in the house, I can feel his energy, you know, him running around outside and, you know, barking at whatever was outside or feel him walking around in the house and, you know, just expecting him really to be there because he had such a strong presence and I'm so connected to energy. And, and basically both of us feel like we can feel him running around in a healthy way. So that's great that we know that he's okay. And I was able to clear that energy and it just kind of, you know, with me getting into bed and feeling that heart attack energy, I just really was so happy that he wasn't in that state anymore, that he could be free, you know, especially with the not being able to see anymore. So anyway, lots of love to you all. And remember, let's heal together. All content provided by Amy Stark and her guests on the Ophelia Podcast website or other platforms, including text, images, audio, or other formats, were created for informational purposes only. Always seek the advice of a physician or qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Amy Stark is not a doctor or a therapist. 